0: You're listening to the Aquatic Wetline, a tropical fish-keeping podcast hosted by 23-year-old fish keeper, Aqua Alex Cardinal. For three years, we provided you with quality tropical fish information, and we'll continue providing some information on freshwater and saltwater tropical fish. Let's dive down deep into the aquarium and chat fish. Live from his fish room is Aqua Alex. Aquatic Wetline is now live.
1: This is the Aquatic Wetline Tropical Keeping Podcast right here on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher,
2: and TuneIn Radio. We are the first most successful fishkeeping podcast on Blog Talk Radio. If you do a Google search with our name, you will get over four pages worth of stuff. Aquatic Wetline was founded in 2013 to provide tropical fishkeeping with freshwater and saltwater aquarium informal and interesting shows. Over the past four years, Aquatic Wetline has delivered some good shows that are well-received worldwide. Aquatic Wetline is hosted by a 23-year-old fishkeeper named Aqua Alex Cardinelli, who has a passion and love for freshwater and saltwater fish ever since he was born. Let off while I can talk to you about fish and go. Happy Friday, Fish Keepers! Welcome to the Aquatic Wetline, the Fish Keepers podcast. Aquatic Wetline is hosted by a fish keeper for fish keepers. I'm your host, Aqua Alice Cardinelli, broadcasting live from right here in Springfield, Massachusetts, in my fish room. As you can probably hear, I've got the filters running, and I'm staring at my freshwater tank, because today we're going to be talking about a freshwater fish. I see my gorgeous Amphilophus mitis. The creamsicle one, I see my, uh, turquoise severum, and my silver dollars. Anyway, tonight on Aquatic Wetline, I'm going to have a very fun and special show tonight. I'm going to talk about a fish that my beloved great friend used to breed and love and had a lot of knowledge about. This fish is my beloved friend's favorite fish. I'm going to be talking about Corridorus catfish. A catfish that I really like. Corridorus breeder Lynn Masney sadly passed away in November. So tonight, I'm going to talk about Corridorus in her honor. Just two days before she becomes the very first inductee to the Aquatic Wetline Hall of Fame. Don't forget, this Sunday, March 26th, 2017 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific, Corridors Breeder Lane Masney will be the very first fish enthusiast and hobbyist inducted into the Aquatic Wetline's Fishkeeping Hall of Fame of 2017, but I will have more details about that later in the show. From the lakes and rivers of South America into your freshwater community aquariums comes a little catfish called the Corridorist catfish. Quarry cats, as they're often called, are a small catfish, usually not exceeding more than four inches. Don't let their size fool you, as Corridorist catfish live in schools and they have a whole lot of personality. The late great Corridoris breeder, Lynn Masney, is the one who taught me about Corridoris and got me interested in Corridorus catfish. Lynn bred Gold and Green Laser Corridoris, as well as other species of quarries. Today's show will be an informal show for fish keepers and a special tribute to Lynn Masney, who sadly passed away in November of last year. So here is what's on the agenda for today. I'm going to have a discussion on why I personally like Corridoris. I'm going to have a discussion on on why I personally recommend Corridoris. I'm going to share some interesting facts on Coridorus catfish. I'm going to talk about how to keep and care for Corridoris catfish so you can find out the care requirements for quarries. I'm going to talk about the different species of Corridoris. There are over 160 species of Corydoras Catfish. Let's find out about the most common of them. And I'm going to talk about good tank mates and bad ca- tank mates for quarries. And I'm going to talk about the unusual Corydoras species. Brocious and the Apollo Catfish. Plus, for an added bonus, I'm going to talk about other unique catfish. Like the Mygalodorus Erwin Eye, the Oxidorus Niger, and the Raphaels. So, we've got an action packed Friday night show. So, enjoy the show. Let's make Lynn Masney proud. Add a Coridoris to your aquarium. So, let's get right into the Coridoris chat right now. And I'm going to start with why I personally like Coridoris catfish. The biggest reason that I like Corridorous Catfish is because they are a small catfish growing to a size that most Aquarius can handle. And they are very, very easy to care for. Um, the reason I like Corridorous is because of their size. They're small. But they're also a true schooling catfish. In the home aquarium, is like to school. They are a very sociable animal. And I can't say that about many other uh, catfish besides the Cynodontis catfish. Those are schooling catfish too, but they grow a lot bigger than the Corridorist cats. So quarries are a perfect schooling catfish for a community aquarium. And they have a lot of personality, and they're always swimming, and they're always hungry. They'll eat the food at the bottom of the aquarium that your fish don't get to. Now the good thing about Corydoras catfish is that they can live with almost anything except for aggressive fish and fish that will eat them, of course. So they can get along with angelfish, tetras, guppies, etc. And even there is a species of quarries that'll do well with discus, and that is the sturbi quarries. So I like the variety of quarries that there are. Another thing that I personally like about corridors is there are many different species. You've got your green and gold lasers, you've got your bronze quarries, sturbis, panda, skunk, etc. There's a lot of different species of corridors, which we're gonna find out tonight. I also like that they're perfect for aquariums because they are not picky about water parameters or um they don't get to a too big of a size, you gotta keep upgrading, and they are cheap too. So they are perfect for beginners and perfect for an aquarium from 10 gallons and up. And they're very commonly available, which is a thing that I really enjoy about them. They're very affordable, and you can probably buy a corridor starting at 2 or $3 a piece. They're very hardy. Um, nothing's going to kill a quarry besides being taken out of the water or if it gets ick. But I have yet to see a catfish get ick. I've owned all kinds of catfish and I've never had one get ick. So that's, uh, interesting. If you have good water quality, and you do your water changes, you probably won't have ick on your Corridors. And that's why I personally like Corridors Catfish. Alright, so let's talk about care for Corridors Catfish. Get a good-sized aquarium. Corridors are not a very large fish, and generally don't need too much room. A 20-gallon tank should be plenty big enough for a small school of Corridors, say about four to six quarries. Create the right water conditions. Corydoras are hardy and adaptable fish, but they prefer certain conditions. Make sure your water's pH level is around 7.0 and the temperature range between 70 and 78 degrees Fahrenheit. Keep levels of nitrates and ammonia low, as these can cause sickness. Give the tank a smooth base. Corridors are bottom feeders and like to swim and explore near the bottom of the aquarium. To protect your fish, use smooth gravel or sand with a depth of at least two inches. Sharp or dirty bases can damage their barbels which are the Corridor's whiskers, near the mouth to help the fish look for food. So stick to the fine grains. Now if you use very, um, sharp or dirty gravels, this is going to possibly rip off your Corridor's barbels. And once they have no barbels, they won't be able to eat, and you have the possibility of them getting an infection and dying. So what I like to tell people who are going to be keeping corridors, you can either do a bare bottom tank or sand or really, really fine, smooth gravel. Because you don't want to cut the corridors' barbels. You also don't want to use small stones as corridors like to dig around and they need something they can lift up and root through. Put a lot of plants into the aquarium. Corridors are from the areas with lots of vegetation and hiding spots, so it is important to have those in your aquarium. Bushy plants with lots of stems at the base are important, as well as bogwood or other decor that creates areas the corridors can hide from other fish. Feed your corridors once a day. Coridoras are bottom-feeding catfish. So they will eat pellets and flakes that sink to the bottom of the tank. Make sure you'll watch your fish eat and avoid overfeeding by not giving them more food than they can eat in five minutes. If there is extra food in the tank, remove it to keep your tanks clean. Corridors are omnivores, meaning they eat both plant and animal matter. For an occasional treat, you can include frozen and live foods that sink to the bottom to complement a more regular diet of flakes and pellets. Though they may scavenge on the bottom of your tank, that food will not be enough. So make sure you supplement it with a variety of supplements to give your fish the right nutrition. Because corridors are nocturnal fish, probably the best time to feed them will probably be in the evening before you turn out the lights for the night. However, coridoras are very active during the day, and they probably will eat during the day when the other fish are eating as well. Now, coridoras cats they'll eat pretty much anything, but I personally recommend feeding them quality food such as uh, catfish pellets. My favorite fish company, yourfishstuff.com, makes wonderful catfish sinking pellets that you can feed to your coridoras cats. You could also feed them Akari frozen bloodworms, Akari frozen brine and Maese's shrimp. You can feed them little pieces of chopped up market shrimp. Now you can make chopped up market shrimp by adding it to a blender and uh, beating it until it's really fine and small. And trust me folks, your corridorists are going to love that. And of course you could use regular fish flakes um, because believe it or not, those fish flakes have. Uh, meat matter in them, and uh, veggie matter in them, and that'll be very beneficial for your Corridoris. So, remember to feed them a good quality diet. Now, in order to have a very healthy Corridoris, just like in order to have any healthy fish, you want to provide a good quality diet and a good quality tank with good quality water. So, make sure that you are doing your water changes on your Corridoris aquarium, and you are feeding your Corridorus catfish the right foods. The more foods you feed, and the more water changes you do, your Corridorus are going to grow fast, just like any catfish. I learned as a fish keeper, keeping multiple species of catfish from red-tailed cats, tiger shovinoses, uh, Megalodorus urini, Octodorus niger, Cedatis, and even Corridoris cats. When I fed them good quality food and I did lots of water changes, their growth rate was phenomenal. So I recommend to all the listeners out there that have quarries or want to get quarries, make sure you feed your catfish good food maybe twice a day and do a lot of water changes and you will have a perfect Corridoris school. And speaking of school, this next little segment here is going to be for the beginners who want Corridoris. Uh, because every experienced Corridorus cord, uh, owner, excuse me, every experienced owner knows that Corydoras are a schooling fish. So beginners, you're going to want to get a school. Corydoras are social fish and generally prefer to swim in schools. For Corydoras, a school is a group of five or more. There are over a hundred different species. And while they will tend to school together, if possible, corridors are generally sociable with other corridors. If you have one, right now, it would probably enjoy some company. So, say you have a panda quarry, you, you should go out and get some more panda quarries. But, the panda quarry will also school with, um, julii quarries, or bronze quarries, or albino quarries. Just make sure you have five quarries, at least five quarries in your aquarium, so that your Corridorous Catfish won't feel lonely. Add other fish to your aquarium. Corridorous Catfish are unaggressive, non-territorial fish, making them perfect take baits for a variety of other fish. One thing to consider would be to include surface and mid-level fish, which will help balance out your tank, and give people lots to look at. Good cake mates for Corridor's catfish include fish like the Otosiculus catfish, tetras, four guppies, dwarf cichlids, and other similar sized fish. Filter feeding shrimp and snails also make good company. Some of these smaller fish see Corridor's as dither fish, a sign that there are no predators. This will reduce fear and help to make their transition to a new tank easier. Bad partners for your Corridorus include cichlids, monster fish, aquarium crayfish, and fish that are larger than your Corridorus. They can injure or even eat your Corridorus. And later on in the show, I'm going to talk to you exactly about tank mates for Corridorus. I'm going to tell you some good tank mates. And also some bad tank mates for Corridor's catfish. Now, I know someone's probably wondering, how do you breed Corys and how do you sex Corys? I personally don't know, so I'm just going to uh, go off what I know from this article and what I see from this article. But if my good friend Lynn Masney was alive, she would be able to tell you how to sex and uh, breed Corydoras. So, check the sex of your fish. If you decide to breed your corridors to make more, you of course need to know that you have both males and females. The differences are easy to notice, and you can check them by looking at your fish from above. Females will be a little larger with a round, rounder and broader body, just like humans, while males tend to have slightly larger pectoral fins. If you intend to breed your Corydoras, you should try to get a ratio of two or three males for each female. Watch for your fish to spawn. If your fish are ready to spawn, you will notice the males chasing the females and mating in the T position. Once they have mated, the female will lay her eggs against the aquarium glass or among the leaves of the plants in your aquarium. In the wild, Corridors usually spawn during the rain, rainy season, so you can encourage mating by simulating these conditions. If you begin to notice your corridors engaging in spawning behavior, pe- perform a water change with slightly cooler water. Separate the eggs from the parents. Once you notice eggs in the aquarium, you should separate them from the parents. Corridors will eat their own and each other's eggs, so if you want new corridors, you should make sure the eggs and parents are in different aquariums. One way to do this is to move the corridors to a separate breeding tank when you start to notice them spawning. Once the females lay eggs in the tank, you can move the fish back into their regular tank and let the eggs hatch in peace. You can also remove eggs to their own hatching and raising tank after they have been laid. Keep the water conditions as similar as possible. If the eggs were laid in the plants, you can simply transfer the plants. If you prefer not to remove the whole plant, it is fine to cut off the parts where the eggs are and just move that. If the eggs are on the side of the tank, remove them by rolling your finger over them. Eggs are tough so you shouldn't do any damage removing them this way. Feed the new fish. The eggs should hatch in three to five days. Once that happens, the new hatchlings called Fry will be able to su- survive on their yolk sac until they start swimming freely. Once that happens, provide some brine shrimp or decomposing plant material for them to eat. After about a week, you can start including microworms into their diet. Excuse me, folks. Sorry about that. Alright, so I'm going to talk about purchasing Corridorus catfish. When buying Corridorus cats, look for fish that appear healthy, alert, active, and moving. Make sure the Corridorus has both its eyes, and look to see that its fins and tail are not damaged. Also, make sure the Corridorus has complete barbels on each side of its mouth. Barbels look like little whiskers. Sometimes Corydoras cats may be kept in display tanks with fish that may nip at them, causing injury to the very sensitive area around their mouths. Avoid buying fish from display tanks with sick, diseased, or dead fish. This may be an indication that the quarry cat may be unhealthy. Poor water conditions. Quarry cats do not do well in tanks with poor water conditions. High nitrates seem to stress quarry cats out and make them susceptible to diseases. Also, avoid excessively storing up the tank bottom while cleaning. This can release a large amount of decaying organic material into the water column and start a bacterial bloom. The same goes for rearranging decorations. Corridorous catfish may develop white patches around their mouths and barbels. This condition needs to be treated right away. If untreated, Corydoras cats will stop eating, grow visibly thinner over time, and eventually die. Cory catfish lifespan. Durable and hardy, Cory cats' lifespan can be long compared to other fish. Cory catfish' lifespan can be five years or significantly more under the right condition. That said, it's not uncommon for some Cory cats to die shortly after being added to an aquarium. This could be due to the stress of being transported or shifts in water parameters between home tank water and store display water. Corridors cats are not as prone to this as the more delicate cats, catfish are, but it's, a still, it's still a possibility worth mentioning. See there you have it. See corridors are very hardy and that is why they are so popular in the aquarium hobby. Okay, so now I will talk to you about the different types of Corridorus catfish. Bronze Corridorus. Bronze quarries are probably the most popular Corridor species. It has a yellow or pink body, white belly, and is blue-gray over its head and back. Its fins are yellow or pink and immaculate. In common with most Corridorus, the dorsal pectoral and autoposed fins have an additional sharp barb and they have a mild uh, mild poison which causes fish which try to attack them to get stung. A brownish-orange patch is usually present on the head just before the dorsal fin and it is its most distinctive feature when viewed from above in the stream. Their upper sides are often a greenish color which is the reason another common name for this fish is the green corridorus. Like many other corridorus catfishes, females are larger than males in this species. Corridorus pleius. Its common names include the blue leopard quarry, mottled quarry, and peppered quarry. Panda quarry. Spe- this specific name is an allusion to the appearance of the fish, which possess large black patches surrounding the eyes, reminiscence of those found on the giant panda. Corridorous panda has an off-white to pinkish-orange ground color, and when observed under certain lighting conditions, a faint greenish iridescence is present upon the flanks and the operculum. The fins of the fish match the body and ground color upon close expression, being seen to be haline or translucent, with colored fin rays with the dorsal fin being marked by a conspicuous black botch that covers almost the entire fin area. Sturby quarries Another one of the most popular Corridor catfish. Sturby quarry is distinguished from other cor- spe- Corridor species as it has white spots on a black background on its head. Corridorus julii Julii quarries are one of the most commonly sought quarries because of their beautifully patterned bodies. Their flesh is a whitish gray, almost transparent color with fine black spotting all over. A Julii quarry can be distinguished from other similar spotted quarries by the fine spotting pattern and also their black mark on the dorsal fin. Similar species have either larger spots or spots merged into short wavy lines. Three stripe corridoris. These are best different uh, differ, uh, these are best differentiated by the stripes on the side. Sorry, I had a hard time pronouncing that word. But in the uh, in the three stripe quarry the stripes are more much more pronounced and solid than in the julii quarry. Corridoris. The back stripe of this skunk quarry cat splits just before the tail and trails down to color the lower edge of the casual fin. In most species, this black stripe does not split and instead continues along the casual fin's upper edge. And finally, my personal favorite Corridorus cat the emerald green quarry. This is actually not a member of the Corydoras uh, family, but it is a quarry. It's a broster's quarry cat which we're going to learn about later on in the show. This popular aquarium scavenger has an iridescent emerald green body with pinkish underparts. Those are some of the most popular of the 160 species of Corydoras catfish. Alright folks, I'm going to go ahead and rest my voice and take a very quick intermission. Of course, during this intermission, you're going to hear two songs, followed by some announcements for the aquatic wetline. Before I start the intermission, I have a few announcements to make. So, ladies and gentlemen, this Sunday, March 26, 2017, at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, And 6 p.m. Pacific, Lynn Mathney will take her rightful place in the Aquatic Wetline Hall of Fame. To induct Lynn Mathney will be her personal friend of over 40 years, Rebecca Wissrow. Rebecca will introduce and induct Lynn Mathney as the very first inductee into the aquatic wetline. She will discuss how Lynn got into the fishkeeping hobby, how Lynn got into corridors and much more. Plus, you're also going to hear some of Lynn's passionate speeches about Doris as I play some of her best guest interviews here from Aquatic Wetline. So make sure that you check that out um, Sunday, March 26th, this coming Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Alright, Wrestlemania weekend is next weekend. But the Aquatic Wetline is going to have a mania. I am proud to announce our very first Tropical Fish Mania. And this year's is going to be Tropical Fish Mania 1. It's going to be a yearly show, so every year you can expect a uh, fish mania. This year's fish mania is going to be on April 1st, 2017. So next Saturday, April 1st. At 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific, Tropical Fish Media debuts. And there's going to be some special guests on the show, and I've got four awesome, I mean, I've got three awesome special guests. Three wonderful guests appearing on the show. So scratch that four when I first said, that's an error because the fourth for the 400th episode. But there's going to be three special guests on Tropical Fish Mania. Inappropriate Reefer, the popular saltwater reef channel on YouTube, will be the first guest. School of Fish Manager Christopher Bones will be the second guest. He is the manager of my local fish store, and he'll be here to discuss what it's like to be a manager of a fish store. And our final guest, a good quarry take me, epistogramma cichlid lover, and expert William Garden will be here to talk about epistogramma cichlids. So again, our special guests are inappropriate reefer, School of Fish Inc. manager Chris Bones, and apisto cichlid lover, and expert William Garden. Plus, a li- per listener's request, I'm going to have a discussion on glowfish You know, the Glow glow Tetras, the Glow Daniels, the Glow Barbs. And I'll discuss the controversy surrounding them. I'm going to have a YourFishStuff.com discussion. And I'll talk about what it's all about. And since it's wrestling weekend, and although we're doing a fish style mania, I'm going to do a WWE Fish vs. Fish uh, segment. Which fish will win each battle? Find out next Saturday. So Tropical Fish Mania airs next Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also starting on April 1st next Saturday, Aquatic Wetline will only broadcast live only on the weekends. So you can expect Aquatic Wetline to air Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. And my last announcement before we head to our intermission. Aquatic Wetline Trivia Game is on April 15th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific. And I am once again reminding you that there are four open spots. So there's four contestants needed. To become a contestant, all you've got to do is email aquaticwetline at outlook.com. And in the title of your email, please put um, AW Trivia. And in your email, include your name, your location, your favorite fish, and the fish you are currently keeping right at this moment. All you got to do, send that email with that stuff I just mentioned, and if you are one of the first four to email, you will be on this month's edition of uh, Aquatic Wetline um, Trivia, which happens to air on uh, April 15th. And I'll have a reminder for that towards the end of today's show. So, coming up next, after our intermission right here on Aquatic Wetline, I'm going to go over, once again, good and bad tank mates for Corridor's cats. I'm going to talk about unusual Corridor species. I'm going to talk about why I recommend Corridor's cats. I'm going to share some interesting facts on Corridor's catfish. And I'm going to talk about other South American Armored Catfish. So, now, let's hear two songs and the intermission. Don't go anywhere, folks.
1: He's Aquatic
2: wetline is brought to you by yourfishstuff.com. Yourfishstuff.com provides hobbyists with quality homemade fish food and aquarium supplies. The Your Fish Stuff difference: buy direct and save. Buy direct from Your Fish Stuff. No middleman. No food masses produced by large corporations. No food sitting around in warehouses. Just fresh, healthy food from your fish stuff to you. Quality ingredients like fish meal, shrimp, squid, kelp, spirulina, and corella allergy. Doesn't cloud water. And all of their fish food is made fresh, crafted in small batches, hobbyists owned and operated. And all of their fish food is made right here in the good old U.S. of A. So check out yourfishstuff.com for quality fish food and aquarium equipment such as nets, filters, medications, and more. That's www.yourfishstuff.com, a proud sponsor of Aquatic Wetline.
0: Are you ready for some history to be created? Aquatic Wetline creates history once again by being the first tropical fish keeping podcast that will pay respect to the fish hobbyists and passionate fish experts and fish breeders who paved the way for fish keepers like you and me who have the chance to keep our awesome tropical fish. Aquatic Wetline is proud to announce that it will be hosting a show called Fish Keeping Hall of Fame where fish keepers, breeders, experts, fish store owners and passionate fish lovers will be honored and inducted to the Aquatic Wetline. It all starts live this coming Sunday, March 26, 2017. On March 26, 2017 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific quarry catfish breeder and lover Lynn Matney will take her rightful place in the aquatic wetland. Longtime friend of hers Rebecca Withrow of over 20 years will be inducting Lynn into the Awe Hall of Fame. Find out how Lynn got into quarries, and much more on this fun show. Tune into the very first Aquatic Wetline Hall of Fame live Sunday, March 26, 2017 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific right here on Aquatic Wetline. All can be found at blogtalkradio.com forward slash aquaticwetline.
1: wetline. Me-oh. Next Saturday, April 1st, 2017, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. Aquatic Wetline will celebrate the mania with the very first-ever Aquatic Wetline Tropical Fish Mania. There's going to be three awesome guests. The first guest is going to be from the popular YouTube channel, Inappropriate Reaper. Inappropriate Reaper will be on Our second guest is the manager of my local fish store, School of Christopher Bones will be here to talk about what it's like being a fish store manager. And our third and final guest will be a drama secret lover, and expert, William Gardner. will be here to talk about get the up for the first time ever. Plus, there will be grow fish stats. We'll talk about yourfishstuff.com and why they are so quality and why they make a difference in the aquarium hobby and much, much more. So join Aquatic Footline Tropical Fish Mania on April 1st at 9 p.m. Eastern. Woo! Aquatic Wetline is looking for our first eight contestants for
2: Aquatic Wetline's Aquatic Trivia Fish Game. Do you want to be a part of the first fishkeeping trivia game? It's simple. The first eight fishkeepers to send an email to aquaticwetline at outlook.com with the title AW Trivia will be the contestants. In your email, please describe yourself, your fish tanks, and your favorite fish and the career and location you live. You will have to be available on April 15th from 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. And you will be on the show for an hour to two hours. So, would you like to be on the very first Aquatic Wetland Aquatic Trivia game? where the first prize is sponsored by YourFishStuff.com, and the second prize is sponsored by Aquatic Wetline and Aqua Alex. So, there's a chance you can win a prize. So make sure you email AquaticWetline at Alex.com and become one of the eight contestants. you to join your fish keeping group called Tropical Fish Keepers of Aquatic Wetline. I invite you to post pictures of your tropical fish, post videos of your tropical fish, post links to your fish keeping YouTube channel or just chat fish. What are the added benefits of this group I'm going to do a Facebook live fish video every Sunday Starting the first Sunday of March So make sure you go and join Tropical Fish Keepers of Aquatic Wetline on Facebook Not only to post pictures of your fish, chapfish But to see me live on Facebook In a Facebook live video every Sunday So what are you waiting for? Go join right now
1: Tropical Fish Keepers with aquatic wetline on stage. It's the Ace that runs this place, the crazy, impossible Alice Cardinelli, here to promote my network, Ace Network. On Age Network, I have music shows that are brought to you by Jeremy Stellhorn of Blossom City Radio, and Andrew Neal. I also have WWE wrestling shows with my co-host James Cardinelli. I have cooking shows called Cooking and Baking with the Fat Guy and much more. So make sure you check out Age Network because I have controversial, entertaining, and all sorts of shows. Go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Age Network with Alice Cardinelli. And you can also find Age Network on iTunes. Ubering, and
2: tuning. Tuning for each on Google. Hey ya, uh, this is the Aquatic Wetline, a tropical fish keeping show brought to you by Aqua Alex in Springfield, Massachusetts. Let's get back to the tropical fish chat right now. Ha <laughs> Alrighty, welcome back to a very special Friday night episode of the Aquatic Wetline. Hope you're having an awesome Friday, and I hope you enjoyed the first half of our Corridorist chat. And now, we're going to get right back to our Corridorist topics. So, now I'm personally going to talk to you about some tank mates that I think are the best for quarry cats. So here are some good tank mates for Corridors. Tetras. And the Tetras can be anywhere from um, Serpe Tetras, Neon Tetras, Cardinal Tetras, Romanos Tetras, pretty much any Tetra. Of course, obviously, not Piranhas. Barbs. Sometimes barbs can make a good tank mate. I would, uh, I would ignore the Tinfoil and Tiger barbs because those are nippy. I would probably stick with cherry barbs or rosy barbs. Garamis. Garamis make a perfect cake mate for Corridorus, except for that giant 12-inch one. Dwarf cichlids, such as the dwarf pike cichlids, the apistogramma cichlids, and the German rams. And Bolivian Rams are perfectly fine for your um, 20-gallon aquarium. Angel fish are fine with quarries. Stir by quarries will do well with discus and some, some other discus, if acclimated, or excuse me, some other quarries if acclimated into discus water will be okay with discus as well. Guppies, platys, swordtails, and other livebearers are fine. Plecos, Rasboras, Loaches, and other peaceful fish all make good tank mates for Corridoras. Some bad tank mates for quarries ...are fish like Oscars, large cichlids like, um, um, Red Devils, Jack Dempseys, Jaguars, Dolby, etc. However, some South American cichlids like Severums and Festivums and Chocolate Cichlids, they may do okay with Cory's if you grow them up together. I highly recommend growing up the Severum for, uh, the, uh, Festivum and the, um chocolate chicken, uh, chocolate chicken and waru with the Corradorus cat. Pakus, arrows, larger catfish, and aggressive fish do not go with Corradorus catfish. So here is why I personally recommend people to keep Corridorus. They are very cute and personable. They get to a perfect size, m- mostly maxing out at around four inches, none of them are bigger than four inches, and like I said earlier in the show, They are one of the only true schooling catfish. They're very popular, they're very commonly available, and they are very hardy. And they are beginner friendly, which is another reason why I recommend them to anybody that wants a catfish for their aquarium. So here are some interesting facts on Corridoris. The first fact I have for you, I learned from my good friend, the Corridorist breeder, Lynn Masney, in which she learned from a Corridorist legend, Ian Fuller. Corridorus can emit toxins that can kill other fish in other quarries. So that's why when you go to the fish store and you buy some quarries and on the way home, some or one die, and that is because the corridors were scared, and when they're scared, they emit a toxin. and That toxin is very deadly. So when you're going to purchase corridors at your local fish store, Lynn taught me to have the fish store employee stress out all the corridors by chasing them with a the net repeatedly. Now it sounds like it's a bit harsh and it puts a lot of stress on them but in the process in doing so all of the corridor's toxins are being emitted into the aquarium. So they're not going to be in your aquarium bag. So make sure that uh, the employee at the fish store has fresh cord- fresh display water in his uh, in his uh, specimen container. And then uh, make sure that he chases them around. Another interesting fact is that quarries have a calm, peaceful, and not aggressive temperament unlike most catfish. Some quarry cats tend to be more shy and timid than others. Quarry catfish, unlike other catfish, can be very active during the day, but they can also spend time peacefully resting motionless in the same spot. Quarries may move about the tank at night, but they seem to be more active during the daytime hours. Quarry catfish are very social creatures, especially with others of their kind. Two quarry quarry cats of the same type will stay close to one another as they move throughout the tank to feed. This is especially true when they rest. When one quarry cat takes a break in the corner of a tank, other quarry cats will always be seen an inch or two away. Two quarry cats of different types may behave the same way, but in general, quarries of the same type Seem to stick together most often. Of aquarium size permits, quarry cat school in groups of six or more. Cory cat schooling behavior is a pretty interesting thing to see, as the fish move throughout the tank, synced like a precision dance assemble. So let's talk about the unusual species of Corridor's catfish. Brocious, my personal favorite. Less popular, however, have been their bigger brothers, the Brocious Catfish. Brochus only comprise of three species, Brocious blendus, Brocious Gritsky, and Brocious Molotritus. And of these specimens, only Brocious uh, Splendus is seen with any real frequency. They're the most common brochus in the aquarium hobby. What marks brochus out from their quarry cousins are both their size and the arrangement of their fins. They tower over smaller quarries, having deeper and consider- uh, considerably more six set bodies. But if you're still in doubt about identification, then look closely at the dorsal fins. Apollo catfish. Believe it or not, Hapalos are a very close relative of the Corydoras. Apollo catfish are colored dark brown to dun, with an almost black back and a whitish belly. The entire body of the fish is covered with black spots of varying sizes, and their first pectoral fin is usually colored a reddish brown at the edges. During breeding, the belly of the male develops a blue velvet shine. M- males also develop. E-la- e-large red pectoral fins with hooks at the tips that are used to defend their breeding territory against other males. The Hapal catfish prefers a densely planted aquarium with a dark sandy or fine green smooth bottom substrate, some driftwood, and plenty of open areas for them to dig and root around in. The tank should have densely planted corners and floating plants to provide some shade especially during breeding when they can become aggressive to other males although the Apollo Catfish is an extremely hardy air breather that can survive in the worst possible conditions they are best housed in clean, well-filtered water with a neutral pH. All right, our final topic for tonight is going to be a discussion on other Armored catfish that are similar to Corridorus, but are a totally different species. And this would include Megalodorus. Now the Megalodorus is a uh, Irwin-Eye catfish. They call it a giant Raphael. The Megalodorus Irwin-Eye is a very beautiful catfish. It has patterns like a zebra, and it goes to about 12 inches. We're going to do a show on each of the species that I'm about to mention sometime in the future here on Aquatic Wetline. Oxidorus niger is a black
1: catfish
2: with very, 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 very sharp armor. Matter of fact, all these catfish I'm mentioning right now have very sharper armor than Cory. They can actually hurt humans. So Oxidorus have like saws on their body to protect themselves against piranhas and any other predator with teeth. Platidorus. Platidorus, like Raphaels, they are the most common Platidorus. The Raphaels, they are talking catfish, and they grow to be anywhere from 6 to about 8 inches long. They are a very, very nice catfish. And finally, a very rare armored catfish species is the Hesar Catfish. Hesar Oriestus is the one that I owned, a nice schooling catfish just like the Corridor's cats. Alright, so, I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. If you guys love Corridor's, do me a favor and Lynn a favor. And please post pictures of your Corridor's and tag on Facebook Lynn Masney and Alice Cardinelli and Aquatic Wetline in the picture so that uh, Corridor's can go viral for Lynn Masney. So there you have it folks. What a great show on this awesome Friday night. I hope you enjoyed the show tonight and I hope that you learned a lot about Corridoris. Hopefully I made uh, the Corridoros Breeder Lynn Masney proud with today's show. So before I end today's show I've got a few uh, little reminders to share with you. The first one is don't forget to tune in to the Aquatic Wetline Hall of Fame this Sunday 9 p.m. Eastern as we induct the Lake Ray Corridor Breeder Lynn Masking into the Hall of Fame. Also make sure you email wetline at with the title AW Trivia and in your email include Your name, your location, the favorite fish you are currently keeping, and uh, your favorite fish. Simply just send an email to AquaticWetlineOutlook.com. And again, in your email, put AW Trivia. Talk about your name, your location, your favorite fish, and the fish you are currently keeping right now. The first four people to do that will be the final four contestants on Aquatic Wetline's Aquatic Trivia Game. So get her done. And don't forget on April 1st, that's next Saturday, we've got the Aquatic Wetline Fish Mania. With that being said, thank you for listening to this episode of the Aquatic Wetline. It's been a privilege and an honor to talk with you, the fish keepers. This show was hosted by a fish keeper for the fish keepers. Fish keepers, Aquatic Wetline is your podcast. Aquatic Wetline, um, is the Fish Keepers podcast. With that being said, please enjoy the rest of your Friday and have a good weekend. Have a nice day, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in. Aqua Alex, out of
1: here. Bang, bang. Have a nice day. Aquatic wetline
2: is brought to you by yourfishstuff.com. Yourfishstuff.com provides hobbyists with quality homemade fish food and aquarium supplies. The Your Fish Stuff difference: buy direct and save. Buy direct from Your Fish Stuff. No middleman. No food masses produced by large corporations. No food sitting around in warehouses. Just fresh, healthy food from your fish stuff to you. Quality ingredients like fish meal, shrimp, squid, kelp, spirulina, and corella allergy. Doesn't cloud water. And all of their fish food is made fresh, crafted in small batches, Hobbyists owned and operated. And all of their fish food is made right here in the good old U.S. of A. So check out YourFishStuff.com for quality fish food and aquarium equipment such as nets, filters, medications, and more. That's www.YourFishStuff.com, a proud sponsor of Aquatic Wetline.
0: Are you ready for some history to be created? Aquatic Wetline creates history once again by being the first tropical fish keeping podcast that will pay respect to the fish hobbyists and passionate fish experts and fish breeders who paved the way for fish keepers like you and me who have the chance to keep our awesome tropical fish. Aquatic Wetline is proud to announce that it will be hosting a show called Fish Keeping Hall of Fame where fish keepers, breeders, experts, fish store owners and passionate fish lovers will be honored and inducted to the Aquatic Wetline. It all starts live this coming Sunday, March 26, 2017. On March 26, 2017 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 pm Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 pm Pacific quarry catfish breeder and lover Lynn Matney will take her rightful place in the aquatic wetland. Longtime friend of hers Rebecca Withrow of over 20 years will be inducting Lynn into the Awe Hall of Fame. Find out how Lynn got into quarries, and much more on this fun show. Tune into the very first Aquatic Wetline Hall of Fame live Sunday, March 26, 2017, at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific right here on Aquatic Wetline. All can be found at blogtalkradio.com forward slash aquatic wetline.
1: Me. April 1st, 2017, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. Aquatic Wetline will celebrate the mania with the very first ever Aquatic Wetline Tropical Fish Mania. There's going to be three awesome guests. The first guest is going to be from the popular YouTube channel, Inappropriate Reaper. Inappropriate Reaper will be on for the Our second guest is the manager of my local fish store, School of Fame, James Christopher Bones will be here to talk about what it's like being a fish store manager. And our third and final guest will be a drama secret lover, and expert, William Gardner. We'll be here to talk about up for the first time ever. Plus, there will be growth, big We'll talk about yourfixstuff.com and why they are so quality and why they make a difference in the aquarium hobby and much, much more. So join Aquatic Line's Tropical Fix Mania on April 1st at 9 p.m. Eastern. Woo! Aquatic Wetline is looking for our first eight
2: contestants for Aquatic Wetline's Aquatic Trivia Fish Game. Do you want to be a part of the first fishkeeping trivia game? It's simple. The first eight fishkeepers to send an email to wetline at outlook.com with the title AW Trivia will be the contestants. In your email, please describe yourself, your fish tanks, and your favorite fish and the career and location you live. You will have to be available on April 15th from 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. And you will be on the show for an hour to two hours. So, would you like to be on the very first Aquatic Wetland Aquatic Trivia game? where the first prize is sponsored by YourFishStuff.com, and the second prize is sponsored by Aquatic Wetline and Aqua Alex. So, there's a chance you can win a prize. So make sure you email AquaticWetline at Alex.com and become one of the eight contestants.
0: This episode of the Aquatic Wetline has concluded. Aqua Alex thanks you for listening to his show. Please check out Aquatic Wetline Fishkeeping Podcast on Facebook and hit like for tropical fish facts and more. Feel free to reach Aqua Alex at Outlook.com with any tropical fish questions. Your questions may make the show. Good night.